Hey you guys, welcome to the Main and Magic Podcast, your stop for all things Disney. I'm your host, Dawn Brown, and this is episode 29. Whether you're adventuring in the parks or at home via Disney Entertainment, I'm here to bring you the guests and info that'll pixie dust your experience, and we're picking up lots of new friends along the way. You can catch the links to our audio recordings via our website at mainandmagic.com and subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Just search for the Main and Magic Podcast. After the show, we invite you to join our community on Facebook to share your thoughts about each topic and to connect with other Disney fans. In this episode, Katie joins me to talk about the holiday season at Walt Disney World. It's so much more than just a parade, you guys. We cover events and specialties across all four parks, Disney Springs, and even the resort hotels, and we share some of our personal favorites. Stay tuned at the end of the show for a special announcement. It's Christmas 101 at Walt Disney World. So join us on the red car trolley as we take a ride to the crossroads of Maine and Magic. Welcome aboard, everybody. I hope everyone had a great Halloween and... I'm sure some of you spontaneously switched to holiday season mode at the strike of midnight. You know who you are. (laughs) Uh, So this one is for you because today we're actually going to talk about the holidays at Walt Disney World. So this is going to kind of be like a Christmas 101. So if you've never been during this time of year before, this is going to be a good crash course on what you can see and do. And joining me is our resident Disney vacation elf, Katie Fisher from Pictures and Postcards Travel. Hello, Katie. Hello, Dawn. How are you this very cold? Oh, wait, you're in Texas. Yeah. (laughs) It's cold. We just had this crazy storm blow through. It's it's actually still above us right now, so I'm hoping that... um, you know, it doesn't knock my internet out. Uh, but it literally was like in the mid 70s this afternoon. And now there's like places around town where it's in the 40s. So yeah, it's been in the 40s all day today. It was like, <laughs> oh, Halloween. Ha ha. Mother Nature said it's now Christmas time. Enjoy You're the done. weather. Yes. <laughs> uh, so and I mean, in no- northern Texas, they had flurries the other day. So I'm just saying. Okay, so I funny funny little thing happened before the show you guys when we decided we're gonna do a christmas 101 i was like okay we have to keep it like you know thirty thousand foot view and normally katie and i don't share notes for shows because it's fun to have like that spontaneous conversation uh but last show we did because we kind of needed to and then for this one we we shared a notepad as well and I had some notes on there and she had some notes on there and then today I just went crazy <laughs> let let the record state that for this episode Katie followed the 30,000 foot direction okay my directive was clear and I followed it and I did what I was supposed to and I see the notes today and said hmm 30 feet view 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we've zoomed it was zoomed in a bit. I was actually I was like, I should screen capture, like screenshot this text exchange and post it in the show notes. Uh, but no, there's so much to do. So much. And I just wanted to make sure that I at least mentioned in passing a lot of this stuff because I think that a lot of people, when they think about Christmas at Walt Disney World, they think of the Christmas Day parade that they see on TV and the Magic Kingdom. And it seems like maybe that that's really all there is to Christmas, but it is, there's oh, so much more than that. And it encompasses all the parks, all the resorts, Disney Springs. It's, there's a lot. So, um, we're just going to kind of we're gonna we'll, we'll split the difference <laughs> of of the thirty foot view and the thirty thousand foot view and do the three thousand foot view. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, we're just gonna go through these things, but um, real quick before we get into Christmas, we have a huge milestone this month, and it is. Maine and Magic's one-year anniversary, if you can believe that. So November 14th, to be exact, is our our birthday. So, you know, I just want to take a second to thank all of our listeners for tuning in each episode, sharing with friends, joining our Facebook group, and kind of just, you know, just generally being here. Talking about Disney is super fun, but it's a thousand times better it's it's so much better when you get to actually share it with other people that also enjoy it. So, you know, like I say in the intro, each episode, we're picking up lots of new friends along the way, and we've continued to do that each week, and we're glad that you climbed aboard to be with us. So we have room for everyone, so just a big, big thank you to you guys. If you guys aren't in the Facebook group or following us on Instagram, definitely go ahead and do one or both of those. Uh, In the coming weeks, I'm going to be doing some giveaways for the holidays. And those are the places where you'll get to enter for those giveaways. So stay tuned to the end of the show or check the show notes for the links to to the Facebook group and the Instagram account. And also at the end of the show, I'm going to have a special announcement. So stay tuned for that. Um, but right now we are going to kick off the holiday season with Christmas, the holidays at Walt Disney World. So like we were saying, so much more to the holidays. There's decorations everywhere, all four parks. There's special food. There's, you know, Disney traditions. They celebrate traditions from all around the world. There's a lot going on. So before we jump into this, Katie, you have definitely been to Walt Disney World at Christmas. Yes. Yes, I have. I mean, we worked through through. through Christmas. (laughs) Yes. And then uh, uh, four years ago, I was there um, the first week of December. So uh, right through, I mean, the heart of the holiday season I was there for. Yes. And then, you know, I've been a few times as well, worked through a few. 
it's there's you guys know my love for Halloween at Disney. It is undeniable. I am a total Halloween Disney freak. <laughs> but Disney at Christmas is like like they took whimsical to a new level. <laughs> it's whimsical and like a, the most insane sugar rush ever. So <laughs> it, I mean it really takes the magic of Disney and just it, it makes it even more magical if that's even possible which clearly it is it's I don't know if you've never done it you have to at least do it once that's, yeah that's how about I feel it. it's it really is I mean it brings the meaning of Christmas and just the magical the the meaning of Disney and it puts it together and there's nothing better than that in my opinion I'm mean, really we're we're at a loss for words and it's totally, totally stepping out. <laughs> I, yeah, like I'm thinking about like just all the memories that we've had at Christmas time and all the things that we've done and all the things that we've seen and it's it's I don't know. I love Christmas. Like Christmas is probably one of my favorite holidays, and I'm the type of person where I really enjoy giving gifts. Like there's nothing better than seeing something, and it could be a you know, $3 something little that just the, the price of it doesn't even matter. It's just the meaning of it and giving it to somebody like I get this joy and giddiness of giving somebody something. And I get that joy and giddiness when I'm at Disney. And it sounds so corny and weird. And like, everyone's probably sitting there going, Oh, gosh, okay. All right. Yeah, sure. Like, just do it. You'll, there's no words for it. Really, you get that giddiness. And yet we're going to talk about it for an hour. <laughs> I promise I won't cry more than once. I know. I'm like, don't make me cry. I'm trying to cry less on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so far, it's like twice. I don't even know. Somebody out there is keeping track. This girl cries all the time on this podcast. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, since, since we mentioned Magic Kingdom and we'll, we'll kind of just go park by park here. We'll, we'll kind of just go through the resort here. Magic Kingdom is the big one, right? Like that's kind of the heart. Well, I don't know. I guess some people might argue that Epcot is the heart of the Christmas holidays at at Walt Disney World. But as far as people at home who maybe haven't been to Disney before, or it's been a really long time and they've not been during the holidays, Magic Kingdom is is kind of the heart of Christmas at Walt Disney World. And a lot of that has to do with their special party which in years past it's been mickey's very merry christmas party this year they're doing what is considered an after hours event which is different than a party their after hours events are usually a little bit shorter but they also have lighter attendance and you get more food things included so so slightly different but this year, we're going to be having Disney Very Merriest After Hours. I, I don't know if this is going to be a normal thing going forward. Obviously, this is new this year. Or did they do After Hours last year? I don't even remember. Uh, there were some After Hours party, but they weren't themed like how this is themed. It was yeah. just the general After Hours party. 
you know, in years past, like 2019 and before, it was Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. But yes, so we're doing Disney Very Merriest After Hours this year. It's an after hours event. It's uh, from nine. It's officially from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. But you can get in as early as 7 p.m. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So you can kind of, so you can still get in and enjoy the new fireworks show that the regular day guests are enjoying before the the after hours party officially starts. This one is more expensive. Like I said earlier, after hours events are usually more expensive than parties. So your price range is like 169 to 229 depending on the night and then the week of Christmas it bumps up to $249 a person. But hmm. you do get special food things included like ice cream, popcorn, certain beverages. So there's like a trade-off there. But in in previous years we've both been to the party and it was awesome yeah like I wouldn't if I went at Christmas and didn't go to the party did I even go (laughs) it's so it's so much fun and I forget do you know how long these run I don't know I'm I'm guessing the first show I forgot to look at the actual dates I'm guessing the first show sometime like mid-November and then going through maybe Maybe Christmas Day? Uh, Sorry, November 8th through December 21st. Okay, December 21st. Yeah, because they want people there for Christmas week to... They don't want to have to kick them out of the park early. So there you go. If you are going the week of Christmas, December 21st is going to be kind of like your last chance to get in on this. But they they do have special things, so... There is a special show in front of the castle. It's Mickey and Minnie's Very Merry Memories. They're they're doing they are doing Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade, which is so much fun. You if you go to the party, you have to see this parade. Like it's a must do. Yes, it is. Well, okay, what is your favorite part of it? Of the parade? Yes. When Santa comes out at the end? Oh, really? Okay. So I'm here for the reindeer and the toy soldiers because... Oh, those are cool too. I I just like... I mean, I go to the... I Again, this is going to sound corny, people. I know. But, you know, the fact that these kids are in Disney and they're all there and all excited to see Mickey and then all of a sudden, here comes Santa. Like, Santa's there too. So, it. I don't know. Yeah, I like the end. It is cool, and it puts you right in the mood. Yes. Uh, but yeah, no, I am. I love the toy soldiers and the reindeer. They're the reindeer are so. They're just so funny. They are so cute. <laughs> yes, hopping along. Yes. Did you ever see that video of the reindeer? It, it was a uh, one of the stage shows in front of the castle they did in holidays past. Uh, where the reindeer are like dancing and there's this one reindeer 
it's the left reindeer because I remember from the video it's like be like the left reindeer and the left reindeer which just has like way more pizzazz than the other reindeer have you ever I seen it no no I, I'm gonna find it I need to find it and post it in like the Facebook group or something it is hilarious <laughs> but yeah the the reindeer give me Chip and Dale vibes like they're just kind of like always on but yeah so they have that special parade that parade is not uh, it's only available at the after hours and the the party event. So it's not, you're not going to see it. If you're just a day guest at magic kingdom during the holidays, you're not, you won't see this parade. You have to buy that extra ticket to be able to see it. Uh, they do also have special holiday fireworks, which you cannot see as a day guest. And they have, <laughs> they have this thing. I love this club tinsel dance party in Tomorrowland. They, Tomorrowland is forever having dance parties. <laughs> and the dance parties are fun. I, they're the they're awesome. They're so much fun. I lo- I will I have no chill at those things. So if I'm walking by and there's one going on, forget it. I'm over there. <laughs> so if you have little kids and you need to like blow off some steam, that's like a good thing to like pop into your schedules, check the times for that, run over there and just let them go crazy for a couple minutes. But yeah, so definitely Disney very merriest after hours. It is, it is a bit pricey, but you know, like Katie and I have talked in the past about you could skip doing a park that day in favor of just buying this ticket and yes. you know, spend the day relaxing at your hotel, especially since this thing goes till one a.m. It might be nice to sleep in that day, and so you're like really ready to go when seven p.m. rolls around. Pop over to Magic Kingdom, and since the attendance is reduced, you can get through a lot of the big rides. You know, I mean, you can pretty much clean up. Even even with going to the parade and the castle show and the fireworks and all that stuff, if you're trying to knock out some some attractions, it's you can definitely do it. Yeah, and I think especially this year too, with the price being a little bit more uh, than it has in years past, that it's going to be a little less busy. So you can definitely take advantage of you know. Yeah, I really thought there was no still money. like a lot of tickets left. Was, yeah. There's really only a few dates that are sold out. Yeah. So that was really surprising. Another thing that they have at the, at uh, Magic Kingdom is the Jungle Cruise transforms into the Jingle Cruise, which is adorable. I, I have not, I have not been on the Jingle Cruise, but just the fact that they call it that is it's so cute. <laughs> yes. Um, and I know you, it, they've already transformed it. I saw pictures online. So when you go in what, like 12 days, 11 days, 11 days. Uh, please take 5,000 photos and post them so that we can see because they, they deck it out. It's, it's not like a Christmas tree here and there. Like, it looks like somebody upchucked just like Christmas lights and stuff everywhere. <laughs> so yeah, I I will take uh, some pictures from that thirty thousand foot view. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, because we don't really, you know, Disneyland gets their Haunted Mansion overlay to the Nightmare Before Christmas that runs through Halloween and, and Christmas. I mean, it's really up like four or five months. It's up for a while. We Disney World doesn't really get that. So the fact that they've they've done an overlay for the Jungle Cruise is, I think it's pretty awesome. Like it's it's fun to have that available during the holidays it's just like a little some it's like a little extra surprise that you might not necessarily have thought about or known about before you got there so I'm excited for you to go on it have you ever been on it before was I don't know if was it there when you were there for the holidays last it was and I will be honest with you we went with friends and I don't think I know we didn't have a fast pass for it I don't think we went on it Mm-hmm. And it was not, it wasn't happy. <laughs> There's some things you just don't skip and then like add it another day. Anyways. Yeah. I don't think I, I haven't. The I other thing is the park decorations. Of oh course. Everywhere. Those iconic park decorations you see on Christmas morning during the parade. I mean, what can I say about the park decorations? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, you, uh, overnight, like, even just the entrance to Magic Kingdom, you go from pretty flowers to poinsettias everywhere out front, which is really Yeah, cool. the huge Christmas tree in I, town center, town I, square. I believe on Disney Plus, um... There's a special, I can't remember if it's for Halloween or for Christmas, but guys, when we tell you that it's literally overnight, like October 31st, pumpkins, November 1st, poinsettias, like it is overnight. In 12 hours, they transform the whole park. It's actually a really cool thing to watch if you have time. I'm almost positive it's on Disney Plus. Um, Definitely check it out. Yeah, I'll see if I can. I know what you're talking about because I watched it. They actually aired it, I think, on ABC. Yes, yes. I want to say maybe, I don't think it was, they might have aired it last year, but it, it was definitely like maybe two years ago. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll see if I can find the link to it. It was, it was really good. Yeah, the holiday services crew is just intense. Intense, yes. It really is like they, that, that Mickey's not so scary Halloween party, like those guests leave at the end of the night on Halloween and immediately holiday services is in there pulling down everything that was Halloween related. And Mm -hmm. they don't get every single decoration up overnight because there's just only so much time and as coordinated as they are, but they get up so much stuff that it seems like they have put up everything overnight. Like it's just absolutely insane. And it's, they have changed it over. I, it actually took me a minute to realize this uh, last time, last time we were there just after new year's. So the decorations were still up and because in years past, remember they had the, like the wreaths down Main Street USA were actually above the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. Like the the garland went from one side of the street to the other and the wreath was in the middle. 
And they've recently replaced that with those kind of like, there's these arms that kind of come out from each side of the street with a wreath on the end. So they can run the parades through easier because with the wreath hanging above main street USA, like right in the middle, the parade floats could only be so high and couldn't have like special effects and stuff. Cause fire. <laughs> right. So I was like, why does this look different? And I went back and looked at older pictures and I was like, Oh wow. <laughs> wow. They really, yeah, no wonder it looks different. I can't decide if I like it better or not. It's I, I like it at least the same. There's definitely more because now they can have a wreath on each side of the street versus just above the middle of the street. But yeah. So that's that's what's going on at Magic Kingdom. In addition to special holiday food like peppermint flavored everything, gingerbread uh-huh. flavored everything. Yes. Um yeah, so there's a lot going on there. H- highly, highly, highly recommend that special ticketed event because it's it's one of my favorite things for sure. Let's now we're gonna do Epcot. I feel like this is I feel like look, I ate at La Cellier with you and your dad, and apparently apparently mm-hmm. there's photos mm-hmm. yes, and I don't did. even remember yes, it. Yes. <laughs> and then we got And this was at Christmas access. time, so <laughs> yep. um yeah, I feel like I know you guys I mean, not that I'm not into Epcot, I'm into Epcot, but I feel like when I've been previously with family, we were all very much more into the Magic Kingdom and the resort side of things. And I know you guys get super into Epcot. Um, so this is kind of like your wheelhouse, but I love Epcot at Christmas time. I mean, Magic Kingdom's <laughs> cool. It's magical. It's great. Honestly, I am a total foodie when it comes to Disney food. So the holiday kitchens are top notch. But I I feel like Olaf because I truly enjoy going around to the different countries and seeing what all of their holiday traditions are. And I think that's one of my favorite parts is to see how different they are. And actually, I don't think they do this anymore. And I know they definitely are not doing it right now because of restrictions. But one of the first years that we were there for Christmas, each country um, had their Santa Claus, if you will. And what Well, they are doing the storytellers. And I think part of that is if their country has a, you know, Santa, St. Nicholas, Father Christmas type figure, that might be part of it. It doesn't, it doesn't really specifically say what is about what is part of the storytellers. So I don't know if that was intertwined with storytellers in years past, but they do have the storytellers this year. So possibly might might see some of those char- Christmas characters around. That would be good. They need. <laughs> I, I've I've never seen them. I have not experienced that. I'm I'm as I was like researching everything that is currently going on, and then what was what was there in 2019 as a reference point for future holidays I was like my gosh 
I did not do any of these things. <laughs> I guess I was just oblivious to it or like, yeah, like I said, my fam- my family, I mean, I think in years past, we've kind of blown through Epcot. Obviously now more my adulthood and I'm traveling differently and all of that stuff. I'm, but I'm, so I'm, right. I'm ready to go back and just do Epcot Christmas things. <laughs> I, I really, I, I will say Epcot is tied for something that we're going to touch on in a little bit on this episode um, for my favorite part of, of Disney at Christmas time. But my fate, I think the biggest thing is the candlelight processional. It's, it's the true meaning of Christmas. You know, it's just, I don't know the music and, you know, one of the first times that I actually ever saw it. So here I'm going to get emotional now. So when, for anyone that doesn't know, um, growing up, I lived under a rock. (laughs) Uh, I was very not sheltered, but I, you know, I, I never really did anything. So when I did the college program, that was a brand new thing for me. I am a very independent person. I have no problem doing things on my own. But being that far away from home for the first time for that long was very new to me. And I did it. And I was there at Christmas time. And for the first time ever, I was away from home on Christmas. And why watch the Candlelight Processional for the first time on my college program? And it was, it just brought this whole emotional, like, I really miss home kind of thing because you don't have your family and you're listening to this Christmas story and it's just so moving and yeah. And there's different, so I'm kind of skipping all over the place in Epcot, but this is like one of the top things. So it is free to do the candlelight processional. You do have to get there early. You get a good seat. You don't have to have a seat. You can kind of stand back and listen to it. Um, it's in the American pavilion, but it just goes through and tells you the story of Christmas and they sing different Christmas songs. And there's always a celebrity narrator. I have seen Gary Sinise is probably my favorite and most moving speaker. Um, when I was there in 2018, I saw uncle Jesse, (laughs) John Stamos, and like he walked by me I have a picture of him walking by me I like almost wanted to it's kind of short um <laughs> uh who else Neil Patrick Harris Pat Stavis. oh he's a favorite. fan yes. favorite so it's just I don't know Epcot is just everything when it comes to Christmas yeah so they they tell the, the celebrity narrator tells the story of Christmas and then you also have like, there, there's multiple choirs. So there's like, I think they invite high school yes. choirs to come in. Um, and then there's also a cast member choir, which is awesome. And actually, we got to talk to somebody on the podcast that did that during their college program. So if you go back to episode five, and listen to that interview with Nick Swader. He actually auditioned for the Candlelight Processional and got to do it. So you can hear about that process, which was so cool to hear about because I had no idea how any of that worked. So they intermix the narration with the music because there's also a symphony. It's like a whole production. 
And again, I've seen this and I've probably seen the whole thing out of order (laughs) and not at the same time (laughs) because we never, it is, there is like limited seating, right? It's not a huge, it's not like a huge stadium, like, uh, like for Fantasmic or something like that. It's, it's pretty intimate. I mean, there's a lot of seats, but there's not, it's not huge. There's not 7,000 seats in there. So are they doing any of the dinner package mm, things this year? Right now, no. Okay. Yeah, because they used to have it where you could make a reservation at certain dining locations and then it included yeah. a, like a reserved seat for the candlelight processional. So if you're not going this year, but you're considering going like next you know, next Christmas or, you know, in the future, like keep that in mind. Uh, And, you know, if you, if you're booking with Katie, she'll be like, Hey, by the way, you should do this thing. (laughs) That dinner uh, and prime seating is what we did for at Le Cellier, by the way. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Still have the badge. (laughs) Oh, cool. That's awesome. Yes. So the the candlelight processional happens every year. It's a Disney tradition going back, I mean, almost to like basically the opening Christmas of Disneyland. So our our ours at Walt Disney World is it's like a bigger production and it's mm-hmm. you know, it's just it's a it's it's different because it's a different park than what is available at Disneyland. So just know that going in. But uh, yeah, so I actually looked some of the two of the narrators this year that I would love to see were are Jody Benson, who we all know and love from The Little Mermaid, uh, and Blair Underwood. I feel like that's he's going to be so good. Like, oh, I hope I hope I can catch that on oh, YouTube. Yeah. Like, somebody if out there, if you're going to see Blair Underwood narrate this thing, please please post a video of that. I know that you specifically love that one, which is why I'm like, I need to Mm -hmm. see this thing. (laughs) Because everybody that's seen it is like, oh my gosh, this is so great. I've seen it out of order at all different times. But yeah, so a lot of the other things that we mentioned, which we'll kind of just go through after Epcot's International Food and Wine Festival, they switch over to Epcot's International Festival of the Holidays. So that's going to be starting here in a few days. And it includes, you know, it involves all of these things. So you mentioned the holiday kitchens. So they switch over some of the food offerings from the Food and Wine Festival. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's all, uh, it's the same Pavilion, uh, kitchens and pavilions, if you will, but different food, different options. And then they do the holiday cookie stroll, which I have also never done. I have actually you? have no, I have not. I that is newer. Yeah, I think so. Maybe in the last few years. Yes, it seemed newer. So it it looked like when I was reading about it, there's five different cookie stations. And you go around to the stations and you get the cookie and like a stamp or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you, there's another location, a sixth location you can go to, to turn in all of your stamps 
and you get a special cookie. Yes. Whatever, dude. I will do whatever I have to do to get all the cookies. Oh, cookies, <laughs> right? <laughs> and they're they're like good cookies, like Snickerdoodle and Linzer, and mm-hmm. they're the exact kind of cookies you want for ho- for the holidays. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, they also have this fun Olaf's holiday tradition expedition. Uh, the name of that is so cute. It is. It's um, so all the festivals, they actually do something at Easter time. They hide Easter eggs at uh, the festival, uh, festival of the arts. Um, there's uh, flat. What is it? There's something for each festival. There's a different scavenger hunt, basically. And you get a map and you go around the different countries and you have to find the for this one. You have to find the hidden Olaf that has whatever the tradition is in that country. And you put the corresponding sticker with the country. And uh, it's just, it's, you know what? It's something for the kids while mom and dad are having drinks around the world and enjoying the festival kitchens. um, The kids are trying to find Olaf. So it kind of includes, it, it it makes everyone feel included. If by children, you mean adults, 22 year old middle-aged women. Right. No, no, James, give that to me. That's not where Olaf is. I'll show you. Here, you can put the sticker on. This is the sticker you put here. Here you go. You did it. Good job. And I'm just thinking in this particular instance, you're going around learning about a tradition. And I think that sounds so cool. I want to learn about all the traditions. Yeah. So this one, I don't know if the other ones, if they, charge for them they do this okay they yeah, do okay they, you do it's 9.99 but i guess you get you get a, you get the map you get the stickers so you can stick the stickers on the map and then at the end you turn in the map yep and you get some well they don't tell you what it is but you get a special prize prize yeah so and little tip for anyone who's wondering in case you plan on you know being there later or may might forget to go back to the pavilion to trade in your map um a lot of times if you ask them once you purchase the map they will allow you it takes the fun out of it but you know you get busy sometimes but they will allow you they'll stamp your map and they'll give you what the prize is before you complete it so it's not like there's a right or wrong answer and there's a test like when you purchase that map you're essentially purchasing this limited prize essentially oh that's good to know yeah so yeah if you're like running low or you forget to look for something somewhere or whatever you can still get your thing before you leave yep and he's hit it i mean i love it it sounds so cute i i want to do it so bad (laughs) i will tell you we do when we go for food and wine festival we always do the remy um remy's hidden with vegetables all around the countries and it is so fun to just walk around the country and try and find these hidden whoever's hidden whether it be the egg or figment or olaf now just to try and find them in the places these characters you know the cast members put these characters is so clever the one time remy so imagine walking into france right and you walk over the over the bridge and below in the water there's the little boats that are down there and the little canoes, basically the decor that don't really yeah. work. Remy was sitting behind the bike that's down there behind the wheel. Like you really, he was hard. Oh, wow. to, it was a hard one. So you really have to look everywhere to find these hidden characters. 
but and they'll give you clues right if you're like I've been walking around this pavilion for 30 minutes and I haven't seen oh yeah they'll help you (laughs) uh yeah this just sounds so cute to me this is like one of those things where you know Epcot has had an interesting history and it definitely in the 80s went through this very weird time where it was trying to find its identity. Yeah. Uh, but this is one of those things where I'm like, this is the best of Epcot because mm-hmm. they have you, you know, they have something out there where you can go learn about a tradition somewhere else. And, you know, like you said, during Food and Wine Festival, you can learn about a new vegetable or learn about a new this or that. So uh, I kind of I love that. So. The other thing they have is, well, we mentioned the storytellers. So they tell about like the traditions and the the stories for their holiday seasons from their own regions or countries. Uh, And then there's also a holiday overlay on the land, on the Living with the Land attraction, which has like light displays and stuff in the different greenhouses. So if it's been a minute since you've been on living with the land, I know, I don't, I don't know why you would ever skip living with the land. I love that ride. (laughs) You are not allowed to take the vegetables. I was going to say, don't take the cucumber. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it was, right? Yes, it was a cucumber. (laughs) Oh, that that ladies and gentlemen is what ruins things for everybody. One (laughs) apple. Or in this case, bad cucumber ruins oh. things. So when you're wondering why things are the way they are, it's because somebody ruined things for somebody else. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and I guess they have like light displays up in the different greenhouses. So yeah. that sounds fun. Yeah, it is cute. Can you think of anything else at Epcot mm. that you want to no, dig, dig into from the 30-foot view? <laughs> <laughs> No, that's pretty much it. Just seeing how they decorate and it just it's 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 tied for it's tied in the top two for me. Yeah, that's another thing too. Like I know they decorate Epcot, but in my mind I guess I just didn't pay that much attention. Like I it doesn't stick out. Like I definitely have like a very visceral like vision of decorations at Magic Kingdom Mm -hmm. and at uh, Hollywood Studios, but not so much at Epcot. So I, I do yeah. have one more thing, and this has so um, I'm pretty sure they do it at all the parks and the hotels. I know, but I definitely have a picture from Epcot. If you're getting at night, obviously when you're you have your photo pass um, or your memory maker, and you have them take a picture in front of the Christmas trees that are everywhere. Each park has a gigantic Christmas tree. You can ask them to do a magic shot and they have a special filter on the camera that the lights turn into like these Mickey heads around the light. So you don't actually see the lights. They're these Mickey head glows that take over all the lights. It's really cool. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. That'd be a fun holiday card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know they have like they have other things at Magic Kingdom too, like with the magic shots and stuff. So that's that's going to be something that's around. So if you have, if you get the memory maker or you utilize the photo pass photographers at all, like just ask for those magic shots. Yes. Always. 
Okay, let's jump over to Disney Hollywood Studios. I'm ready. I know. I don't. I don't. I don't know how you feel about Disney Hollywood Studios at Christmas, <laughs> but Disney Hollywood Studios at Christmas is my love language. <laughs> <laughs> I love the decorations at this park at Christmas. I don't know if it's if I just have like a weird affinity for like. 50s Santa Claus (laughs) there's just something about the decorations at this park that I look I love the Magic Kingdom but I if I I I think it might be like a a 5149 in favor of Disney's Hollywood Studios (laughs) am I weird am I the only one do you have this love with for their decor um, I used to. You're like, no, I'm at Epcot. Sorry. I'm at Ep- I, I used to. My feelings felt were different years ago. I used, I, I used to. I'm, I'm still mad at Hollywood or Holiday Hollywood. So, oh, I'm <laughs> like, we're still mourning the loss of the Osborne, uh, Osborne lights. lights. Yeah, so I, I know I might never get over it, but. At least they went somewhere. At least they went to a good home. So, but Disney Hollywood Studios has a bunch of stuff too. So, one of the things that you made a note of was this sunset seasons greetings. Yes. So, down on sunset, when you walk towards the Tower of Terror at night, they basically like everything has all the projections and Tower Ter- Terror Terror. Tower of Terror has these just holiday projections on them and it's just cute and it snows and it's just projections on the Tower of Terror that are really cute. <laughs> I, there's no there's no way to ex- just describe it. You just have to see it. It's and it's periodically like I think every hour or every half hour they do a little skit almost on them. And not really a skit like no characters or anything come out, but it moves a, the the projections move and it becomes you know it's like an animation a show yes a yeah. little show on on the tower of terror it looks cool like it i is. saw one that was like made it look like a giant tower of terror gingerbread yes. house or something and i was like oh my gosh that's so cool yes. i do like so i don't know if they will still be doing it this year but in the past which one of my favorite holiday shorts disney shorts is um, the Jingle Bell Jingle Bam and, uh, oh, Prep and Landing. So they have the Prep and Landing elves. Like, that's one of my favorite Pixar shorts for Disney is Prep and Landing. So they used to do a nice little show with them and the Jingle Bam. (laughs) That's how he says it. Yes. They also have... The Santa Claus Motorcade. Mm-hmm. I think that's on. I think that's on Hollywood Boulevard. That's actually. on Hollywood. Yeah, not down. Yeah, that. so like the main, the main road, like the road that you enter on. So mm-hmm. uh, that's fun, and they have Minnie's Holiday Dine at Hollywood and Vine. It's a Christmas dinner party. Mm-hmm. So 
if you want to do character dining, of course, this year, they're not coming over to your table. No. They're still restricted. So they can't come over to your table and like hugs and all that stuff. But they can you can do like the selfie picture with them. So you can still like have that experience and they're going to come by and like wave to everybody and all of that stuff. But that's uh, that's Minnie's holiday dine at Hollywood and Vine. So that would be fun. I've, I've been, I don't think I've, I need to add a Christmas character meal to my, <laughs> to my character meal repertoire. Um, and they, the other thing is the, for the first time in forever, a frozen <gasps> sing-along celebration. Yes. Do you, where I, have you experienced so, this? I Tell have. me. Okay. So, um, because I'm anyone? like, I'm, I'm on the boat now with Frozen. Like, Frozen 1 came out and I was like, oh, it's right. pretty good. You know, it's like a, it's like, it's a pretty solid Disney movie. And then Frozen 2 came out and I'm like, I need all of the Elsa things. Right. Did you side note on Frozen? Did you watch the making of Frozen 2 on Disney No, Plus? not yet. Okay. I have it on my list. Okay. Um, so when we get busy here in the next couple of weeks with, uh, the husband's business and I'm like locked in the house and I am just like looking for entertainment. That's going to be in okay. my, uh, yeah. So it, it's happening. It's already in the queue. <laughs> so for anyone who knows between frozen one and frozen two was a Pixar short of basically where, Olaf's holiday tradition. He tries finding a hol- his holiday tradition, and it is it's called Olaf- Olaf's Frozen Adventure. And so, at Hollywood Studios, there is already the Frozen Ever After sing along where everybody sings along because everybody knows all the words to Frozen, every single song. You just know them. And the only thing that's added to the Frozen sing-along, at least in years past, is at the end, they sing the main song from the Frozen short, from the Olaf's Frozen Adventure. There's a main song in that short that they sing at the end of the Frozen sing-along. So it's nothing spectacular, but it kind of is um, the Frozen way of adding in the Christmas spirit to the sing-along essentially so it's nothing huge but it is cute and it is a really good song it's like one of my favorite frozen songs to sing so yeah if you haven't done the frozen sing-along i recommend it it's cute every i mean even dads are in there singing like also <laughs> i'm telling you it's a show it's not just it's not like just watching the movie where you sing along and you watch the whole movie it's about 30 minutes, maybe 20, 20 to 30 minutes. Um, and they have these uh, cast members that come out that tell the story of Frozen in a fun way for adults. Um, and then you sing along. So highly recommended. One of my favorite things that Hollywood Studios, as silly as it sounds. So, yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Where is it? Where is it at? If you're looking at the Chinese, it's like Kitty Corner from Indiana Jones. It's across from Indiana Jones. It's in the building that's right there. So right to the, if you're looking at the Chinese theater, it's right to the left, that building to the left. 
it's where the sounds thank you yes yes thank you i could not think of what that was yes it is right there wow okay monster sound stage and all that stuff was in there okay yep right to the left of if you're looking at if you're standing on hollywood boulevard looking at uh the chinese theater it'll be just off to the left cool okay yeah, I was like, where is this building? Because it didn't really say, and I I didn't have time to go into my app and like dig around and look for it. Um, okay, so that's what's at Hollywood Studios. Uh, and obviously the decorations. Oh, I love the decorations. Like they put a Christmas hat on Gertie, which is that huge dinosaur in, in the lake. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put these huge ornaments floating in the lake with him. It's very colorful. It's a super fun spot to get a photo. Yes. In fact, we have a magic shot that we got right right there uh, where they put Olaf. I think it was Olaf in it. Like they had us pretend to like be shivering, which was hilarious because we were in shorts. Yeah, right. <laughs> Even in January, you know. Uh, but I'll, I'll have to post a photo of that in the Facebook group just so you can see it. I'll make a note of that. But yeah, so love the love the decorations because they they decorate the way Hollywood Studios is arranged. It's arranged in a timeline. So you enter the park in the 1920s and as you move down Hollywood Boulevard, you go further into time. Uh, so they decorate in relation to the time period. So 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. It, it's just really cool to see. I love it. So <laughs> pay attention to the decorations there and somebody nerd out on them with me, please. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move over to Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom doesn't have a ton of stuff, but they do have some things. They have a Merry Menagerie. So on Discovery Island, which is the section in the very center of the park where the Tree of Life is located. They have life-size artisan sculpted animal puppets like reindeer, foxes, polar bears. And then at night, they have luminaries and bird lanterns. So that is an underappreciated portion of the park anyway. So I think it's cool that they put those things there. So definitely wander through that area if you are going for the holidays, they also have holiday flotillas. <laughs> uh, so the river that runs around Discovery Island, they are just going to have boats, basically, That's with characters go through playing music and dancing and waving to people. And they're going to be all dressed up in their holiday attire or their, you know, whatever little costumes they wear. And then you had put this Tree of Life Awakenings Holiday Edition. Yep. So um, it's very similar to what's on the Tower of Terror. The Tree of Life, especially now for the 50th, the Tree of Life comes to life uh, at nighttime with the amazing lights on it and the movement. And it's just a holiday edition of it. So they, I have not seen it. This is newer this year. So... Um, it's hopefully I, I'm hoping to get a glimpse of it in two weeks time. It's like a projection projection. Yes. Yeah. A th- uh, show. But then like they also are doing the lights too, right? Yes. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I, I hope you're able to see it. I know you have like a limited amount of time and you're going to be all over the place. I'm not trying to add things to your to-do list. (laughs) It is. So it it is going to be a, it is not a relaxing, I mean, when is a Disney trip ever relaxing, but it is a very uh, intense trip that I will be taking in a few weeks, (laughs) which I'm totally fine with because it'll be warmer than 40. (laughs) Okay. So that that covers all four parks. There's yes. literally something to see at every single park. Yes. Uh, you're going to, you know, they don't just dress up a magic kingdom and then the other parks you go to and it doesn't even feel like Christmas. It's You're going to get Christmas everywhere, <laughs> all the places. Every- so it's definitely a cool, extra whimsical time to go. But wait. There's more. There's more? <laughs> Tell me. Uh, you had you had written some stuff down uh the the Christmas tree stroll. Uh we're we're heading over to Disney Springs here now. So this is the shopping district of the Walt Disney World Resort. And talk to me about the Christmas tree stroll. Um so in a special section of Disney Springs, um they have different Christmas trees, basically, that are just decorated with each tree is like a theme. So there's a Lilo and Stitch tree and everything you could possibly think of that has to do with Lilo and Stitch is on this Lilo and Stitch tree. And there's a, you know, there was a Mary Poppins tree or there's just a Pixar tree or it's themed. But then they have done scavenger hunt version of the Christmas tree stroll where they give you this little book and you have to go and you have to find certain things and there's something hidden on each tree that you have to find. So it is something to do at Hollywood. I'm sorry, at Disney Springs, you know, while the moms are shopping and take your kid and go and do something, even if you're not going to do the scavenger hunt, just to go and look at the trees. Um, the decorations on them is really cool. Yeah, I saw one that was like Haunted Mansion yes. themed. Yeah. But uh, now you said Lilo and Stitch tree. There was. And I'm sitting before. here thinking like, I need to find that tree and I need to bring my big purse. Right? <laughs> and no, it is I'm not joking. a palm tree. It's an actual Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now I, that just, it's, I feel like I need to buy another tree. I need to buy a tree for our house, and it needs to be Lilo and Stitch themed. Uh, yes, you don't already <laughs> Just have put it that. in my office. Oh my gosh, I love it! I love it. Yeah, yeah, that sounds really fun and like a cool, fun. I mean, you know, years past when it was, you know, downtown Disney, Disney right. Village Marketplace, Pleasure Island, all that stuff. They de- they decorated for Christmas, but this just sounds like you know. Disney Springs is a lot different now than than what we had when we were, you know, coming into our shopping ages, if you will, if you will. But I think it sounds really fun to go around and look at all of those different things mm-hmm. and be shopping and have just the whole ambiance of that sounds awesome. They also are on the west side of Disney Springs doing 
periodic snow. So you could be out shopping and like, you could could end up with a hair full of snope. (laughs) You can. And they also, I just made a note of this because it sounds cool, is they do a holiday overlay at Jack Lindsay's Hangar Bar, which Indiana Jones fans, you should know what this is. <laughs> uh, but that place looks so cool anyway. It's it's kind of like the, it, it it's, like the parting gift I guess of the adventurers club it's like well we took this really amazing thing away from you but here have a Jack Lindsay's hangar bar right (laughs) Um, but they do a Christmas overlay and cover everything Christmas lights and all that stuff so that's a fun place to stop in you know if you're out shopping pop in get a drink eat some dinner get some photos, post them in our group so we can all live vicariously through you. Right. (laughs) Um, Something else that Disney Springs has too, and this is actually their year round, um, but it's really nice to do, especially at Christmas time. Uh, um, Anyone who's going, whenever we go to Disney, they're always part of our Christmas cards that we send out. And at Disney Springs, right near Ghirardelli's is an actual a photo pass section where it's not like a normal photo pass where the photographers stay there. It's actually like a little studio where you can, they have, you know, the backdrop of the castle, but then during the holidays, they have all the holiday decorations. So you can hold, be holding an ornament or, you know, you hold a sign that says, let it snow. Um, So if you are looking for something, if you're going for the holidays and you're looking for that perfect, maybe not in the park, Christmas card picture, head over to Disney Springs. You won't be all sweaty and gross. You can go right in the morning when you're nicely dressed and check out the photo pass section and go get a actual like a photo shoot basically. So yeah, I, yeah, it's, it is like, a, it's in a building. Yes. Yeah. And they have like a backdrop mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. And yeah it, I know what you're talking about. It does get busy there. So you can wait for a while. There's a lot. If you're not there first thing in the morning, there does a line does develop. So it's one of those things that you want to go and check out earlier in the day. Um, a lot of times we'll do it on our departure day because we're always, we have to be out of the hotel by 11 anyway. And we're looking for something to do before our flight. So before we kind of hang out at the hotel, we'll always go over to Disney Springs and, and do the photo shoot. So, Yeah, that's a good idea. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Yeah, if you need a holiday card yep. and you're not trying to use that one in front of the castle that has people everywhere and mm-hmm. your hair's a mess because you just <laughs> rode Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. and <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Cool. Um, okay. Now we're we're going to pop over to the resort hotels which we could do a whole show on but we're not because we're doing 30,000 foot view here which is really hard for me. <laughs> I haven't noted. <laughs> but in in years future we shall definitely dive deep into yes. holidays at the resort hotels. Mm-hmm. But I do want to say each hotel has themed holiday decor mm-hmm. to themed to its own theme, you know. So 
at the boardwalk, you're going to get a lot of like Victorian decorations, Edwardian decoration, you know, early 1900s kind of decorations. And at the Polynesian, you're going to get a lot of like tiki and Polynesian holiday decorations. And uh, what else? Uh, gingerbread displays. Yes. Contemporary and the Grand Floridian. Oh, what do they do at the contemporary? Uh, I don't. They do a uh, gingerbread house on the, I want to say like the fourth floor, fourth or sixth floor, something like that. Um, they do a huge gingerbread display. Uh, the gingerbread display is of, it has been in years past, of Cinderella's Castle. And then, oh, cool. Yeah. And they put. Yeah, because I saw another one that looked like. Mary Blair inspired something. It was like a wall. It wasn't a house. It was like a a wall of gingerbread. But it was that, like, yeah, it's not a real. It's it. I. It's probably this. Um, because it's not like the actual castle. Castle. It is a wall castle, if you will. Okay. Um, okay. So that's probably the one that I saw. Yeah. Uh, and they always put hidden Mickey's. They're all over. And what's yes. really cool, the, the part that I, so this is what's tied for Epcot for me guys is the, is the resorts. Um, I love during the holidays, I always take a resort day always and go around and see the different decorations at the hotel. And the easiest way tip for everybody, the easiest way to see a lot of decorations in one shot is take a, we take a break day and we hit the monorail. And we do Polynesian Contemporary Grand Floridian. They have the three best decorations in my opinion. But what I really like about these gingerbread decorations and these gingerbread displays is they show the ingredients and what went into making it. So, uh, for example, this a few years back, the Contemporary Gingerbread Resort had 657 pounds of sugar. 423 pounds of honey, 368 pounds of flour, 26 pounds of spices, 119 eggs, 38 pounds of modeling chocolate, 47 pounds of rolled fondant, and 57 pounds of royal icing. It took 10 days to assemble and a team of 39 bakers. Yeah, they're actually (laughs) assembling the the uh gingerbread house at the grand floridian as we speak yes so i'm guessing they'll have that done about maybe on the weekend or early next week Mm -hmm. um but yeah i i do i do love that too yes and again they have different displays at each at each resort uh like there's they they actually build a gingerbread carousel at the beach club Mm -hmm. which is incredible like I I can't even you have to see it in person like don't even go look at a picture of it see it in person um and then of course they do a life a life-sized gingerbread house at the Grand Floridian yes which will blow your mind There's... because it's not only just a it's not only just a display it what is it Katie uh, there's actually cast members inside of it selling things. Yes, it's a freaking store, man. <laughs> so you, you can actually go there and buy a shingle, right? 
and you you walk into the Grand Floridian and it's just like ah, the smell. It's like the pirate smell, but better. <laughs> yes, it's so good. But yeah, you can actually buy a sh- a shingle. Yep. It's like it's it's what they would use as a shingle for that actual gingerbread house. They just make a bunch of extra ones. Yep, and you can buy them. Uh, and I've heard they're delicious. Yes, so they are. I haven't had one because the line is always incredibly long. Like I would find out what time they open and get there right at the time that they open. Because mm-hmm. if you think you're going to hit it on the way back from the park, you ain't. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be waiting in line. And like uh, everything else in Disney, you can also get a picture taken in front of the gingerbread house. There's a line that forms to take your picture in front of it and then walk around and take a picture of the tree and the tree at the Grand Floridian. This is the one thing I can always remember. The first time I saw that tree, the ornaments on the tree are no joke, bigger than a basketball. Oh yeah. They're like bigger than your head. They're (laughs) huge. It's ridiculous. It is show stopping. It is, it is. show stopping. So okay. that's that's my okay. favorite to do the the monorail uh, resorts is my my favorite three hotels to see. So I yeah I would say do the monorail and then take a launch over to yep Fort yep. Wilderness uh yes. or, um, Wilderness Lodge yes. Wilderness Lodge because I I. I kind of this hit. This is the one. This is this is the Christmas one for me. It's like the best of both worlds. Like the rusticness, it it like makes me think of like Michigan home Christmas, but I'm at Disney. Yeah, and it smells amazing, and the tree is gorgeous, and there's a fire, and you there you can get hot chocolate and sit in front of the fireplace. It's like, is this heaven? No, it's. It's the Wilderness Lodge at Disney. <laughs> right. <laughs> During Christmas. It's awesome. And then when you're done with that, then go over and do the loop at Crescent Lake. Yes. Yacht Club, Beach Club, Boardwalk. Because those are awesome too. And they're they're just like a different vibe. They're just so 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 awesome. Yeah. Um definitely if you go during the holidays, make Add a day onto your trip and make a resort day. I mean, and yeah. and not even, you know, get back to your hotel in the afternoon, but do a resort tour day. You will not be disappointed at all. No, it's so much fun. It really is. It's it and it's free. Doing it's doing not, it doesn't cost anything. Yes, and you can snack as you go. They have like they have holiday treats at a lot of these yep. at a lot of these resorts. Uh, and mm-hmm. I know like okay, so a lot of these are that we're talking about, they're deluxe resorts. So if you're like, well, what about, you know, we're trying to stay at Pop Century. We don't have $700 a night to stay at, you know, Polynesian or whatever. They, they do decorate all of the resorts. Yes, so if you're staying are. at a, a, a value or a moderate resort, they are still decorated. You're still going to walk in and have that, that Christmassy welcoming yes. feel. There's Christmas trees and decorations and stuff. They're just a little bit different because like the deluxe resorts, the there's like a huge lobby, like foyer kind of situation in a lot of the deluxe resorts. Mm-hmm. And you can enter your hotel rooms from 
inside the resort, whereas at the value and moderate, there's the rooms are kind of like in separate buildings and you're entering from outside of the building. So the lobbies are a bit different. They're not, they don't have vaulted ceilings and all that stuff, but Mm -hmm. there's still decorations there. So don't feel like you're not going to get the Christmas feel at one of those resorts. Yes. Um, yeah, they we still have their own unique decor and it's totally worth seeing and enjoying. Yeah, we stayed at um, Caribbean Beach when we went in December and I'm, I'm sorry, in 2018. And the tree at Caribbean Beach was, I mean, it was still really nice and it had the Caribbean feel to it and the smell of yeah. Caribbean beaches. There's something about that resort tree. Or the resort itself. So, um, yeah, they're all still themed. They all still have trees. Yeah, some of the, the, the deluxe ones just have some of the more show-stopping elements. So right. they're fun They're fun to go see because they have, what it is, is they have more space to do with. Exactly, yes. So another one, I know you love to talk about this, Katie, is... Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. So much fun. <laughs> it's a whole thing. <laughs> the, the campers, like, this place is full at that time of year, too. Like, maxed out. Like, every slot is has an RV. There's tents everywhere. All the cabins are booked. And... People go crazy. Some of these campers, you guys, they're there for a month. Oh, yeah. And they come rolling in with Christmas decorations. Like, dude. Stuff that you like, would see I, on your front lawn at I know, Christmas I'm like, time. I need to upgrade Blocks. my front lawn. I am failing. <laughs> How are you doing all of this with one slip for your RV? Right. And, like, I have an acre and, like, this is not happening at my house. Yeah. But they, they'll come in with those huge blow-up, you know, those huge, like, lighted blow-up mm-hmm. things you can put outside. Lights everywhere. Signs. Like, They'll synchronize their lights to like music and stuff. I'm like, how much (laughs) does Disney charge extra for hookups at this time of year? Because I know you guys are using a ton of electricity. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But they do. I mean, they have a parade, like a golf cart parade where you can like decorate your golf cart if that's what you're into. Just all kinds of stuff. I mean, you guys were there at uh, Valentine's Day, and they were doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah, we were there for Valentine's Day and Mardi Gras, and it was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, so, and you don't have to be staying here to go enjoy this. Like, honestly, like, we used to just go over there just to hang out. Like, we would go over there to, like, Trails End or whatever and, like, get pizza and then just walk around and look at the lights and it's so much fun because the campers like they come back from the parks at the end of the day and they're just sitting outside on their lawn chairs and their lights are on and you can talk to people and you can just like it's like a walk through light display at the zoo only better mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's awesome and then they also have sleigh rides there which I've yes, never done. I have not. No, 
Yes, these sleigh rides and carriage rides are there. And you can still, too, like, if you are staying at Port Orleans or... Oh, uh, yeah, anywhere. Like, they they have the horse-drawn carriage rides there, and I think they decorate those also for Christmas, mm-hmm. the, those carriages. Um, so if you're not staying at the Fort and you don't really want to go over there, if you're staying at one of the other hotels that normally offers carriage rides, they probably are you know, you can go do them there too. And that's really fun. And I mean, just like anything, you don't have to, you do not have to be at these hotels to, to see this stuff or take advantage of things that they offer. The only thing you can't do at a different hotel that is yours is swim in the pool. Other than that, you can go if, if it's a tour, if it's a carriage ride, if it's, you can go and do any of this stuff. It doesn't matter what hotel you're at. You just have to have a reservation. Which is why we're constantly talking about go do resort days because yeah. there's so much things, there's so many things to do at all of them. Right. Oh, I also wanted to mention too, there's like random things that are not on a website that just kind of happen. From time to time, there have been carolers mm-hmm. and bell ringers at certain resorts. So, you might be sitting in front of the fire at the Wilderness Lodge drinking your hot chocolate and carolers just appear in the lobby or the bell ringers. So there's going to be certain things for different locations and obviously like based on staffing and things like that uh, where you could just be pleasantly su- surprised by something. So there's they're kind of... Just a little magic popping out of every corner. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah, so the, there's one last thing I wanted to mention. They're not available right now, but they will likely be available again in Christmas futures. So there, while Disney World offers a wide array of tours that you can do as like mm-hmm. an extra you know, an extra booking, if you will. And traditionally, they've had two different holiday tours. One is called Disney's Holiday Delights. In 2019, when they last offered it, it was $289 per person. You have to be 12 or older. So if you are a family that has a 14-year-old and a 9-year-old, you won't be able to do it. But if your kids are a little bit older or if it's just adults in your group, you can do it. Um, And it's, you get dinner at the Wilderness Lodge, and then they take you over to the Magic Kingdom. And, or I don't know if this one, yes, I think this one goes to the Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. You actually get to visit a, the, like the floral department. um, And then they take you to Epcot. And you get to see, like, talk to somebody from Holiday Services, I think it was. And then you get a, a seat, seating for the candlelight processional. And it's basically, like, how they decorate for Christmas. And and they show you some of the ways they make things with the floral department. And that one sounds pretty awesome. I would do that. Mm-hmm. Uh 
it, it is pricey, $289 per person. But if you think about you're also getting a meal, they're covered, like they transport you. So you don't, you just kind of show up and then you don't have to think they just take you everywhere. <laughs> and then you get the seating for the candlelight processional. So plus you get a, like a special souvenir at the end. It's like a pin or something. Yeah. And you do not have to have, well, if they, if it stays the same, you do not have to have um, a ticket for this tour. Yeah. So you don't need park admission. Right. So you're, yeah. you know, you're paying 289, you're getting all this stuff, but you're, you're not getting to, you know, ride anything, but you're getting into the park to see a couple of things that you theoretically don't have to have a ticket for. Yeah. And then the other one is Disney's Yuletide Fantasy. And this one is $149 a person. Well, at, at the, you know, when it was last available in 2019 and it's a three hour tour. And again, you, all the guests have to be 12 or older. And this one is just like a, a little bit less, a little bit less from the holiday delights. There is some, there are some differences. I think this is the one where they actually take you in the holiday services building. Mm -hmm but they show you like how they decorate magic kingdom. They talk to you about how they do the overnight changeover from Halloween to Christmas. I, honestly, I would love to do both of, of these. They're, they're different. So you'll want to thoroughly examine what they're offering. If you book in the future, like what the actual itinerary is to make sure that that's the one that you want to do. Mm -hmm. I would do both of them because mm -hmm. it sounds awesome. Um, but definitely like the holiday delights one sounds like it's a much longer tour just because of you're getting the dinner and then they're transporting you to multiple places. And then you have the candlelight processional. So that's like a pretty good chunk of time, but yeah. So keep that in mind for you know Christmas 2022 uh because Katie aren't we in the window of time where people can book for next Christmas yes we are <laughs> so if you're hard up for ideas to give somebody this Christmas you could you could gift them a trip for Christmas 2022 this year Yes, you can. Like, you could just or make that hotel reservation and put it under the tree and be like, next Christmas, we're going to Disney. <laughs> or you could do the hardest, hardest thing ever, yet best thing ever, and surprise your kids and take them to Disney for Christmas. I mean, whether you go for Christmas or right before Christmas is the... I have clients in Disney now and they left on Sunday and her birthday is this week. So they were going for her eighth birthday. Now granted it's not Christmas, but you get the idea. Um, on Saturday, so they were leaving Sunday on Saturday, they had her family party and they surprised her. They kept it a secret. I don't know how they kept it a secret because I am like, James, we're going to Disney. <laughs> how many days do we have left? Um, but they kept it a secret and had her open this box. And she sent me the video of her opening up this gift. And I'm bawling like a baby watching her excitement of 
this is her first time in Disney ever, and she's going for her birthday, and she didn't even care. You know, she's eight. She doesn't even care that she didn't get to go trick-or-treating like she was going to Disney. So kids get, you know, they, they understand at ages, like, this is your Christmas present. We're going to Christmas. We're going to Disney tomorrow. You know, it's, it's pretty magical. So think about it. Kids don't. I, I, I would have such a hard it's time so keeping hard. it a can't secret do it. too. No, oh my can't God. Do it. But I, I will say I am, I am a firm believer. My child has so much stuff. He doesn't need stuff. He needs experiences. And those are the best gifts ever is an experience. So. Yes. And I, I've actually, I think I mentioned this on one of our other episodes you know, as you get older, sometimes buying things for other people can be difficult. Like what, what does my dad need really? Right. (laughs) He has every tool known to man. He has like way too many t-shirts. Right. Have some (laughs) socks, dad. Yeah. How many mugs can you have? You know, just all all that kind of stuff. And so the last few years we've, you know, I've been buying them. Disney gift cards for Christmas, birthday, anniversary, because if you think, you know, at the end of a year, you could have given somebody $200 worth of Disney gift cards for all the between all the holidays and birthdays and anniversaries and all that stuff. And it's like, well, that's a one that's a one day park hopper, right? So you just paid you know, between him and my mom and then my, my brother and sister-in-law, my nephew, I mean, I send him to my nephew. He doesn't know. He knows he got a gift card for something. And it's like, Oh, you can save that. And when you go to Disney, you'll have souvenir money. So yeah, I I will say we, we don't, me and my sisters and my mom, we do not give gifts anymore because the four of us don't need anything. And we, granted, we don't go to Disney, but we take a four day girls trip just the four of us. And unfortunately, we haven't been able to because of COVID. But I have to tell you, even though it's not Disney, and I know we always talk about Disney, the memories and the amount of fun that the four of us have on these trips, we've gone to New York City, we went to Toronto, the fun things that we have done and laughed, I have never laughed so hard with my mom before on a trip. Like, it's, it's a good time. So yeah, no, I totally agree about that. It, again, like if you know somebody's going to Disney, yeah. even if you're not going, if you know somebody's going to Disney and there's somebody you normally buy a gift for, like get them a gift card because then they can buy a souvenir on their trip. Yes. And they can use a gift card to pay for their trip. Exactly. Yes. We have done that to you. Uh, how many gift cards did, did they give you? A lot. <laughs> it was like 20. A lot. 20 gift cards. And so you're like, oh, that was. That was fun sitting here trying to combine all these, but you did it for I us did. because you're awesome I and am. we love you for it. <laughs> Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. There's no maximum amount of gift cards you can use as long as you are not using multiple gift cards on the actual day of your final payment. Then it just, it's still possible. It's just a lot more difficult. So, um, but you can guide people through that. So, heck yeah. And again, you know, great for souvenirs, great for paying for food. Okay. Do you have anything else? I'm going to Disney World. That you want to mention? 
yes, we, you are going to be there. I know you have, you have things that you need to do, uh, that while you're there, you have like uh, your list, your list going, but, um, we will be doing a trip report so that we can learn more about your experience with Disney Genie and, I'm going, I have Genie Plus already purchased. I'm going to be seeing what the free version of Genie is all about. And I'm also going to compare it. I have a subscription to touring plans and I'm going to be comparing it to that. We're going to see. So we're going to get we're gonna, to we're see gonna, all yeah. the different ways that you can coordinate yes. your trip. Yes. Yeah. I'm hoping I'll be able to see decorations um staying at the contemporary so i'm going to get to see i'll make sure to post some pictures of the holiday decorations there in the different resorts um and stay tuned to the website because i'm going to be having lots of live videos and i'm i'm taking over main and magic guys in 11 days (laughs) taking it over it's all mine (laughs) yeah so if you are if you are in the group, you'll see things come through, but you can also follow us on Instagram and we'll post stuff there too. And you should follow Katie's Instagram at pictures and postcards travel. Yes. Follow, like, subscribe. <laughs> um, okay. One last thing before we go. Uh, can we get through this okay? <laughs> yeah, right? No, I'm just trying to I'm- cry less. <laughs> Because uh, <laughs> I know what's coming and I'm already tearing up. So to kick off the holiday season, I wanted to do something that is more than just talking about Christmas trees. So since this is also the giving season, uh, I wanted to arrange a fundraiser with Give Kids the World. So for those of you guys that are unfamiliar, Give Kids the World is an 89-acre nonprofit resort in Kissimmee. It's right down the street from Walt Disney World where kids with life-threatening illnesses and their families are treated to a week-long vacation at no cost. And this includes entrance to the area theme parks. So... They work closely with wish-granting organizations like the Make-A-Wish Foundation to coordinate the eligibility and travel arrangements for each family. So I've already gone ahead and set up our fundraiser. It's ready to go. I set a pretty modest goal for us of $250. So if we can get 50 people to donate $5, then we've we've hit our goal. So, uh, the funds go straight to give kids the world since it's set up on their site. So there's no pass through where I'm collecting it and then sending it off to them. They get the donation immediately and our fundraiser will go to December 31st. So there's plenty of time to donate and I'll be posting reminders in the coming weeks in on all the social platforms uh you know I'll paste I'll I'll post it on the Facebook page and the group on the social media on the website um so if you see it come through on your social media please please feel free to share it with your friends and family it's a really great organization I um I have 
worked with them and done a benefit years ago and all proceeds went to give kids a world. And it's just, it's, it really is an awesome organization to work through. So they, they provide everything. everything. I mean, they have villas for these families. You know, a lot of these families are traveling with a ton of like medical equipment. Yeah. And a hotel room is just not, it's not enough. So they have villas for these families. They can be comfortable. They have all kinds of of events and social things on the actual, uh, on the actual resort campus. Um, It's, and it's very whimsical. Like it's themed to like, I don't even know, like it kind of looks like a fairy land or something. It's it's adorable. Uh, And I will post a link to uh, the Give Kids the World website, as well as our fundraiser in the show notes and in the expanded show notes on the website and everywhere, basically. Um, I I had the privilege of helping a -A make-a-wish kid when I worked at the studios and I'll I'll have to write a web uh, a blog post about it because I it's like too emotional, but I fully believe that as a Disney community we should be supporting these efforts because some of these kids don't some of these kids make it you know and they grow up and they have full lives but a lot of them don't and this is their family's last opportunity to have a vacation like this and you know it's fun for us to talk about you know going a couple of times a year or every other year or even every five years but there's some people that never get there because all of their money is going to try to help save their child so I'm sorry to make everybody cry, but (laughs) if this is what I have to do to get you to think about donating a few dollars to this, and like I said, the money goes straight to them, the the website, it's the fundraiser is funneled right into their website. So, and again, if you have as little as $5, it can make a huge difference. It could be the difference between you know, a kid getting to go tomorrow because they, they, they have had situations where the turnaround time is 24 hours because they needed it to happen that fast. So um, please share it with everybody and help us. It's, you know, like I said, a modest goal of $250. We don't have 10,000 people in our, (laughs) in our listenership yet. (laughs) Um, so I, I wanted to start small and, but I definitely plan on doing this every Christmas. So I hope that this will be a new holiday tradition for our community. And Olaf would be proud. (laughs) (laughs) And I think I have now clocked, I don't know how many times crying on this freaking podcast. (laughs) I'm such a sap. I can't handle it. Yeah, uh, that's right. Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> this is a good one. Uh, okay. So that is Christmas 101 at Walt Disney World. And 
the AP I will version. Say, <laughs> <laughs> one of these years coming, I'm like desperate to go to Disneyland for Christmas. Yeah. And then we will have a show on Christmas 101 at Disneyland. <laughs> um, okay. I know some of you guys are going to be like, you're posting this before Thanksgiving. You're talking about Christmas before Thanksgiving even got here. Don't at me. <laughs> Listen, if Starbucks can start their Christmas drinks tomorrow, um, it's okay. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I know we do have uh, we do have listeners here in the community that are heading to Disney for their very first Christmas trip in the coming weeks. And so I hope that if that is you, that this helps you and gets you excited and gives you some ideas for things you want to set aside time to go see. Yes. And with that, we are pulling up to our stop. So I invite you guys to pop into the Facebook group and don't forget, we're going to be doing giveaways soon to celebrate our first birthday and Christmas and Thanksgiving, and the new year, and all of that awesome stuff. So I hope to see you guys in there. If you have old photos from Christmases past at the parks, please share. If you have Disney-inspired Christmas decor in your house, please share photos. All, all of those things. We want to see it. We're ready. I'm ready for the holidays. going to be over here with my peppermint latte, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> gingerbread cookies and we're ready to see it see you all soon i wish i was less of a crier oh my gosh (laughs) i knew what was coming when i saw that earlier when i was reading through the notes that's a wrap on this episode thanks so much for riding the red line with us Thanks to my guest, Katie Fisher from Pictures and Postcards Travel. If you are heading to the Disney parks or looking at booking a Disney cruise or adventures by Disney experience, Katie can help you get the best prices and discounts along with custom planning and itineraries all at no cost to you. You can find her online at picturesandpostcardstravel.com, on Facebook and Instagram at picturesandpostcardstravel, or you can email her directly at kfisher at ny. AAA.com. Now that you've had a listen, we invite you to join our Main and Magic Friends community on Facebook to share your thoughts about the episode. You're also welcome to pop in to share an idea, a story, or a photo, and to connect with other Disney fans. You can also ask questions, get and give advice, post updates from the parks, and just have fun. Head to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Main and Magic to join. If you've got a comment or question, you can also email me at mainandmagic at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to share it out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or pop over to iTunes and leave us a review. Thanks so much for listening, and of course, in the Disney tradition around here, we don't like to say goodbye, so we say see you real soon. Bye.